Curious Cousins and the Improbable Treasure Hunt, Chapter 15, Into the Basement, in which old documents hold new information. With lunch over, it was time to head back to Dell's house and do some exploring. Have you gone through all the boxes in the dining room? asked John, as six of them made their way through the cemetery to the back gate of the empty house. Only about half of them, replied Dell. I was looking mostly for books I could sell secondhand so I could buy food. Okay, so do you want to do that when we get back, asked Cat. I'd rather explore the basement, Dell replied. There's a lot of furniture down there, and just one good sale would set me up for weeks. I've been meaning to go down there. Dell pulled on the gate, which creaked as it swung towards her. I bet it's pretty scary being in that house all by yourself. Grace had heard Dell's breathing speed up as Dell talked about exploring the basement. A little nodded Dell. They picked their way through the overgrown garden and entered the house through the kitchen door as they had done before. Okay, basement it is. Danny looked around. Where's the door? Dell pointed down the hall at the back of the kitchen. There's a bedroom and a bathroom just down there. The basement door's on the other side of the hall. It's dark though. I think the bulb must have blown. I'll fix that. Paul pulled a penlight from his pocket. Give me a sec. And with that, he ran through the dining room and bolted up the stairs. Shrugging their shoulders, the others looked at each other as if to say, What's he up to now? Then Cap called out, What are you doing, Paul? Two minutes later, he was back holding a light bulb. I took this from the fixture in the bathroom, Paul said, turning on his penlight. And as soon as I find the fixture downstairs, I'll screw in this bulb. What a smarty you are, teased Danny. Paul's freckled face flushed as he pushed past Danny and headed down the stairs into the gloom. Then they heard the sound of furniture scraping along a cement floor. Try the switch now, Paul yelled. When Danny flicked the switch, the basement lit up and they all tromped down the stairs to join Paul. Wow, this is a huge basement, said John. Looks even bigger than the one in our house. From wall to wall, the basement was filled with desks, cabinets, dresses, tables and chairs. It's like an antique shop down here, continued John. They walked single file through the room along the path left between the towers of furniture. What exactly are you looking for? asked Paul. Nothing too big because I have to be able to carry it, replied Dell. At the end of their path was a group of four large chairs covered in navy and grey striped fabric. Cat was the first to sit, pulling Grace up onto her lap. Okay. Cat began as the others settled around her, squeezing together to fit on the chairs. I think you'll probably be best off selling things like that vase. Cat pointed to a black, red and gold vase perched on top of a large wooden desk. And maybe that tea set, she said, as she indicated a gold trimmed white tea set in a glass cabinet to the right. They'll be fairly easy to pack up. We can use some of the boxes in the dining room. We'll bring some newspaper from home to pack them, and then we'll help you carry them to a second-hand store. Paul, who had been wandering around, walked over to the hutch that held the tea set and pulled open a drawer. He lifted out a fork. I think this is all silver, which will get you mega bucks if you take it to the right place. Won't people wonder about a kid selling something as valuable as that? asked Danny. Probably, replied Dell, but I have to find a way to sell some of it because I'm down to my last $20. I have about $50 that I can lend you, offered Cat, and if we sell the valuable stuff online, no one will know how old or young you are. But I need cash, moaned Dell. Actually, you don't need cash. You need a way to get cash. 
You can have them email the money to my account and I'll give you the cash. Paul continued to wander around the basement, stopping to pull open cabinet doors and drawers. The top of an old-fashioned roll-top desk was locked. He tugged on the lower drawers, which slid open. There's a whole bunch of papers in here. Do you think any of this is important? I don't know, replied Dell, but it's been a long time since anyone lived here. What could possibly still be useful? As Dell was answering, Paul was flicking his fingers along the files at the bottom drawer. Check the other drawers too, suggested Cat. John pulled on another drawer that opened. More papers, said John. Okay, let's take the whole lot upstairs and have a look through it, said Cat. Paul and Danny, give John a hand. Fifty minutes later, the six were seated in a circle on the living room floor with piles of paper in front of them. Cat was flipping through cards and letters while Dell looked through piles of old receipts. This stuff is useful, she observed, because now I know what some of the things downstairs are worth. Here's a receipt for that vase we saw. At least I think it's that vase. How much? asked Danny. Two hundred dollars, replied Dell. You're kidding, chorused John and Paul excitedly. That'll keep you in eggs and peanut butter, stated John. They continued to flip through the mounds of paper until Paul held up a document. I think you're going to want to take a very close look at this. He turned the top page to show Dell what he had found. At the top of the page was Last Will and Testament, and below that name was Genevieve Duchamp. Do you know if your mother had another will, asked Paul? A will, asked Grace, turning her questioning face to Cat. A will is a legal document people make to say what should happen after they die, replied Cat. She reached over to take the document from John. It usually has instructions for what to do with their money and stuff and who should take care of their kids. Cat turned the pages. Dell, do you know if your mother made another will after you went to live with your grandmother? Yes, said Dell. I remember because a lawyer came to meet with Grands after Mum died. So this must be an older version, which makes it pretty much useless, groaned Paul. Not useless. Cat turned the page she'd stopped at so that Paul and Dell could see it. Under the section for guardianship were two names. One was Patricia Delissa. The other was Vanessa Vanstone. Who the heck is Vanessa Vanstone? asked Dell. I just might know the answer to that question, said Cat.